0: Today, I want to talk to you about live again, live again. We all deal with crazy. We, we, every single person has that in common. We all deal with crazy. And the amazing thing about our God is God can work through cray-cray circumstances and he can work through cray-cray people. How many of you thank God that he can work through crazy people? You know what I'm saying? He can work through cray-cray people and circumstances. And throughout this series, we're going to look at some crazy stories in the Bible. And we're going to look at how God can do amazing things through crazy situations and through crazy people. And you're going to find, as I'm teaching over the next several weeks, you're going to find yourself. Your craziness, your situation in the midst of what I'm talking about, and you're going to learn how to deal with crazy, how God works in crazy, how you should respond to crazy. Excited for this series, and I want to begin this message today by asking a question. I, I like to begin uh, teaching times by asking a question to engage you and just to get you to think about your own life. How many of you like scary things? You like to be scared. Anybody like scary? Some of you have people like scary. I don't. I don't like scary stuff. When I was growing up, people would go, you want to go to the haunted house? No, I don't want to go to the haunted house. <laughs> Why do I want to go somewhere where people putting on masks and stuff on their face and screaming and yelling? That does not sound like fun to me. I don't want to be scared. I don't understand you people. that like, scary. I, I, I don't like that. You know, there, there are always jokesters and pranksters in every family. I think all of us have friends that are pranksters, and there's nothing worse for me than to walk into a house, and maybe I'm, it's a dark room, and I'm walking to the closet to get something. The room is dark. Open up the closet, and then somebody jumps out, Blaaah! I got you. I got you. And they start laughing. That stuff's not funny. I'm going to punch you. It's not funny. About made my heart drop out my chest. I am not laughing with you. You know, I don't like scary. I don't like scary movies. I don't like them. They were just recently promoting Poltergeist. I guess it was a remake of Poltergeist on television. They were promoting it, and I every time the commercial came on, I, I, a, I just turned it down. I don't want to watch that. I don't need to be scared. I don't like scary. I remember growing up, and there was a guy, a movie, Frederick Cougar. I don't want to watch that movie. no, I don't want, I don't need to see Freddy Cougar. And then there was one, I couldn't believe they did a movie called Chucky. Now, how are you going to take a little baby, a doll, and make the doll evil? No, I mean, Chucky, Chucky, I I, I don't want to watch that. Then there was a movie called, uh, the the theme character or the, the hero or the scary guy was Michael Myers, Halloween. No, I don't want to watch Halloween. And then remember, there was Jason, Friday the 13th. No, I don't want to watch that. I do not like scary. Can you imagine walking down a street and there were bones all around you, human bones? I mean, literally dead. Death is all around you. Dead bodies everywhere and their bodies have decayed. And you're just walking through a street with bones everywhere around you. That's the scene of the story I want to teach from today in the Bible, a scary story where bones are everywhere. Let's look together in Ezekiel chapter 37. I want to teach today about crazy from this portion of Scripture. Beginning in verse 1, it says, the hand of the Lord was on me and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. It, it, it's crazy that God had Ezekiel walking back and forth amongst an army of dry bones. If you're not familiar with the Bible, you're, you're new to church, you're, you're new to Bible study, the bones represented how the nation of Israel had been exiled from the promised land. They were taken captive by Babylon and by King Nebuchadnezzar. The Babylonians destroyed their cities. They destroyed the temple of God. Israelites had lost their lives, and now they're in captivity, they're in slavery to the nation of Babylon. This was literally one of the darkest times in Israel's history. It was crazy. It was dry bone crazy. And we can all relate to Ezekiel because every person has walked through the valley of dry bones. We have all experienced crazy. I could talk to you for an hour or two, if time permitted, about all the crazy that's happened in my life. Crazy situations, crazy people. If you have the mic right now, you could talk to us for an hour or two just about crazy in your life. I think one of the most crazy times in my life, and I share my testimony frequently because I believe it encourages people and gives hope. And one of the most crazy times was when I was 13 years old and I was abused by a lady. And In my teenage years, my parents split up and divorced. It was a crazy time in my life. I was crazy angry. I was dealing with crazy shame, and crazy bitterness, crazy confusion. I was crazy lonely. It was literally, for me, In some of my teenage years, like I was walking in a valley of death. Like bones were everywhere around me. I was literally in a crazy situation in life. And some of you relate to what I'm talking about, not from your past experiences. Some of you relate because of what you're going through right now. Some of you are dealing with a crazy addiction. You're dealing with a crazy relationship. Some of you are dealing with crazy kids. Some of you are dealing with a crazy life. Some of you, if you could describe your life, you know what you would describe? You would say, you know what, Pastor? My life right now is crazy. You look at your life and you're thinking, why am I going through all of this? A loved one just died, and then I got sick then a child got sick another family member got sick and then somebody else died then i lost my job and and then and then not only did i lose my job but but i, I don't even know how to pay my bills and then my car broke down and then my washing machine quit working and you're looking at your life and it's like crazy why is this going on? It's, it's crazy what's happening in my life. And you know what happens in the middle of craziness? God can show up and ask what seems to be crazy questions. God will show up in the middle of your craziness and then ask you a question that just seems crazy to you. And that's exactly what it did to Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 3. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. God asked Ezekiel, Can these bones live again? And Ezekiel, he doesn't answer God. Ezekiel says, He was smart. He's a smart man. He said, God only you know. You know, that's a good, smart answer. (laughs) Because he didn't want to say, He doesn't want to say to God, Come on, God. Really, you're asking me this question? You're asking me, and and our city has been destroyed by the Babylon ba- Babylonians? You're asking me this question, and, and the temple of God, your temple, has been destroyed, your people are here in exile. We're held captive by the Babylonians. Here I am in the middle of, of slavery, of captivity, and you're asking me, can the nation live again? Come on, God, look at this. It's horrible, it's crazy. And you're asking, can the dead bones live again? And some of you relate to that. It's crazy in your life, and you're wondering, can this live again? And I want to talk to you for the next few moments about how God can make dead bones live again. If I was to ask for a show of hands at all of our churches right now, how many of you are dealing with a dead situation? You're dealing with a crazy dead situation. You're dealing with something. You're thinking, there's no way it can come to life again. There would be hands going up all over the place. And I want to show you from the Word of God how God can make dead bones live again. Number one is this. You have to understand this. You have to understand, number one, the hand of the Lord is with you. If you want to see dead bones again, you have to understand this. The hand of the Lord is with you. When things are going bad, people start to wonder, where is God? You ever asked that question? You ever thought that question to yourself? God, where are you? I'm dealing with crazy. I'm dealing with crazy destruction and crazy death and crazy pain and crazy heartache and crazy chaos and crazy loneliness and crazy loss and crazy confusion. God, look at all the mess I'm in. Where are you in the middle of all of this? Why is this happening? And the first eight words of Ezekiel 37 are so important. Ezekiel 37 and verse 1 says this. Ezekiel says, the hand of the Lord was on me. Don't miss this. Ezekiel was one of the Israelites taken into captivity by Babylon. He was living in enemy territory. Things were going horrible for him and the nation of Israel. But in the midst of his darkest hour in life, he says, God's hand is with me. Some of you need to hear that today. Don't you miss this. You're a child of God, and you need to understand that the hand of the Lord is with you. I know you're in the graveyard, but the hand of the Lord is with you. I know you're walking amongst dead bones, but the hand of the Lord is with you. I know you're experiencing your darkest hour in life, but the hand of the Lord is with you. You have to know this. Listen, if you're going to see dead things live again, you have to know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm in the valley of dry bones, but... God is with me. You got to know that. You got to know that. The psalmist said it like this in Psalms 23 and verse 4. Even though I walk, David says, through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hear me, people's church. It's a myth that when you know God and walk with God, that you won't go through a dark valley. That's a myth. That's not true. David knew God. David was known as a man after God's own heart. And David is walking through the darkest valley of his life. And notice David didn't say, because I know God, I'm not going to go through the valley. No, 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 no. He knew God, but he went through the valley. And the benefit of knowing God is this, for you are with me, even in the valley. Psalms chapter 118 verse 5 says this, when hard pressed, it's a myth that if you know God, you won't be hard pressed. It's a myth. When, when hard-pressed, and we all are hard-pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. He said, the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me when I'm hard-pressed. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? He said, goes on to say, the Lord is with me. What can mere mortals do? And David was experiencing pain from mere mortals. If you know the story, David was running from his, for his life. King Saul was trying to kill David, and he says, what can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. He says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. Even when I'm in the valley, even when I'm hard-pressed, I'm not going to turn away from God and start trusting humanity. I'm going to lean into my heavenly Father. I'm going to lean into God. It's better to trust in God because he is with me when hard pressed. Psalms chapter 138, verse 7. He says, though I walk in the midst of trouble, it is a myth that when you serve God and follow God, that you will avoid trouble. That's a myth. He says, in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. God, you're with me. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes with your right hand. He says, notice, your right hand, you save me. In the crazy, dark, dry bone times of life, you have to remember God is with me. As a follower of Christ, God is with me. Hear me. People search. The child died. You had a miscarriage. Your heart is full of grief and hurting. But the Lord is with you. The divorce is final. And you're lonely and in pain. But God is with you. You've been abused by people. You've been hurt and let down. And your heart's been shattered in a million pieces. But the Lord is with you. You lost your job. And you don't know how you're going to provide for your babies. But the Lord is with you. Pastor. there's death all around me. There's dead bones all around me. Listen, if you're going to see dead bones come back to life, you have to know that God is not just with you on the mountaintop, but he is with you in the valley. He is with you in dark times. He is with you when it's not going good. And the hand of the Lord is with me. Number two is this. Number two is this. How do you see dead bones live again? You have to live by faith. Live by faith. As followers of Christ, we must live a life of faith. Notice the word that I chose to use. We must. It's imperative. It's not optional. If we're going to see dead bones live again, we must live by faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7 says, for we live by faith. Not by sight. And when we're walking through the valley of dry bones, living by faith can feel a little crazy. You see, we are so driven by our five senses. People are so driven by taste and what they can touch and what they can smell, what they can hear and what they can see. And the Bible says, no, 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 you can't be driven by your five senses. That's not faith. We we walk by faith and not by sight, not by our five senses. Faith in God is countercultural to your five senses. It's countercultural to how the world operates. It's countercultural to how some Christians live their lives living by faith. Is how you and I see dead bones come back to life. We must learn to live by faith. You say, what does faith look like? Well, the Bible gives us a definition in Hebrews 11 and verse 1. And he says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for. And assurance about what we do not see. Now, when you hear that verse, you're like, yeah, that's right, faith. But most people don't live this way. It is so countercultural. It goes against our five senses. It goes against how most people operate and think. Faith is is confidence. It's believing. It's having hope. It's having assurance in what you do not yet see. It's It's dead, but I see life. It's having confidence and faith in what you yet do not see. And Ezekiel was in the valley of dry bones, and he had to use faith in God to see dead bones live again. Notice this in Ezekiel chapter 37 in verse number three. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy, speak the word of the Lord, prophesy, step out in faith and prophesy to these bones and say to them, in other words, speak to the bones, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I love that. I I could preach there a long time. Boy, I just, I got happy this week studying this. Speak to the dry bones and say, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. In other words, tell the dry bones the word of the Lord. Listen to me. You're going to walk by faith. You have to stop speaking your report. Stop speaking your friend's report over your dead situation. Stop speaking the world's report over your dad's situation. Listen, start speaking the word of the Lord to your dry bones. Faith. Start, start speaking the dry to, to, to your dry bones, the word of the Lord. You say, Well, Pastor, you don't understand my marriage is just dead. Dead, dead. Quit speaking your report and begin to speak the word of the Lord to your dead bones. Begin to speak God's word. Listen, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And God, I'm holding on somehow. You're going to turn this around. Begin to speak the word of the Lord to your situation. Maybe in your situation, you're just like, it's dead. It's defeated. It's over. It's been conquered. It's over. It's defeated. It's done. Begin to speak the word of the Lord to your situation. I am more than a conqueror. If God be for me, who can be against me? Begin to speak the word of the Lord to your situation. That's faith. You say, Pastor, you're talking crazy. No, I'm talking faith. You say, well, my heart's discouraged. I'm just down in the mully grulleys and I'm just going to be discouraged. and walk. No, 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 no. I'm going to speak to my dead bones. The joy of the Lord is my strength. In his presence is fullness of joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again, rejoice. Speak to God's Word to your dry bones. You feel like you're worthless and you feel like you're a mistake and you feel like you're a loser and you feel like you're just an accident on the planet. Begin to speak, not your report, begin to speak the Word of the Lord over your situation. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God knitted me together in my mother's womb. I'm not an accident. I'm not a mistake. I'm supposed to be here by the plan of God. Begin to speak faith, the Word of God. Over your situation, I want you to notice this, verse number five, back in Ezekiel thirty-seven. it goes on to say, "This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones: I will make breath enter you while they're still dead." <laughs> Notice the declaration of faith. He's speaking over a dead situation. And you will come to life, faith. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will, I will. That's the declaration of faith. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. You have to speak faith to your crazy situation. God will. God will. God is able. I know my five senses are telling me that death and destruction are everywhere, but Faith says that God is able to step in and to bring the dead bones back to life again. Faith. Faith, I want to get practical with you. I want to get practical with you. How can God turn it around? How can God turn your dead bones and bring life to them? You have to keep walking by faith when death is all around. I'm gonna teach this to you right here. You have to keep walking by faith when death is all around. I want you to notice this in Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 7. The Bible says, Ezekiel says, so I prophesied. I was walking by faith as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, as I was just walking by faith, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them. But notice this, but there was no breath in them. Ezekiel stepped out in faith and God began to work. Ezekiel was walking by faith and God began to move. And it says bone began to come attached to bone and then tendons. And and then there was was flesh and then there was skin. And Ezekiel's just walking by faith, prophesying by faith, just living by faith. And God is working and moving. But the interesting thing the Bible says is that when the body came all together, it was still dead. It says there was no breath in it. You see, we like God to move supernaturally and to do things instantaneously. We want the dead stuff in our life to come back to life in 22 seconds. But God oftentimes works piece by piece. We have to walk by faith, and God works piece by piece. He'll put a bone together, then he'll put another bone together, then he'll put a tendon together, and then he'll put a leg together, and then he'll put a little flesh on it, and just piece by piece. And you have to continue just to walk by faith even though you still see dead stuff. I'll give you an example. Maybe there's a dead relationship in your life, and you think, man, this has been dead for two years. This relationship will never be revived. It'll never be strengthened. It'll never be whole. We'll never, we'll never make peace in this relationship. But you decide, you know, I'm going to pick up the phone. It's been two years, and you call, and how are you doing? Good. Why are you calling? It's been two years you ain't called me. Why are you calling now? I just called and see. well, you remember what you did? <laughs> Hang up. You're like, that was not good. That is still dead. But a bone came together because at least you're talking now. What good talk, but you talked. See, we want a miracle all the time, just God. but it's, it's piece by piece. And then next thing you know, you know, you call again three weeks later and it's time it wasn't as tense, but you still would not getting along and you were talking. And you know how things are when people, you know, when things happen in people's lives and people are hurt or offended, they start blowing stuff out of proportion. It was really like that, but by the time they get to you, it's like that. Like, oh, my God. Ooh. I didn't do all of that. My. But it's just bone by bone, and there's a little forgiveness, a little bit more forgiveness, a little understanding. The next thing you know, you sit down and you meet face to face. And now tears are crying and... Crying, and I'm, you don't understand what you did, and I'm hurt you're tired, and you're crying, everybody's crying, a little bit more. And the next thing you know, because you walk by faith, you believe that God could bring dead things back to life, but it happened by moving and living by faith. God began to restore that relationship by faith, piece by piece. Not an overnight miracle, piece by piece. Maybe it's in career and I hear people talk and they say, you know, my career, I feel like I have a dead career right now. And I look at other people and where they are and I want to be there. I want to be where that man of God is, where that woman of God is. I want to be used like how God is using them in their career. And what you have to understand is they got there piece by piece. And if you feel like things are dead right now, you have to start taking steps of faith. For some people, is it, they went and got a college education. Someone got their master's degree. Some of them went got their doctor's degree. Come on, all of you got your doctor's degree. God bless you. Pray for your pastor. Amen. Much respect for you. And then they went to a job interview, and they and they, they didn't even get the job they wanted. They went to another job interview. They didn't get that job, and they went to another job interview. and They got this job, but it wasn't the job they really wanted. But they got the job. They took the job, and they began to work faithfully. They began to show up and work hard. And then they got uh, they got a promotion. They got this job, and it still wasn't what they wanted. But they worked hard. and They paid the price. They kept going by faith, honoring God, doing the right thing. And they got now they got this position over here. And they got not only a raise and a promotion, but they got a leadership position. They always wanted to be in management. Now they got management. And next thing you know, another opportunity opened up. And, and now it's been five years, six years, 10 years, 12 years. And boy, this prime opportunity they've always wanted. And now they got that job, the interview, they got the job. And it was peace by peace that God oftentimes brings dead things to life. But the problem is this with so many people, is God begins to put the bones back together again. God begins to put the tendons back together again. You're walking by faith, and God puts the flesh on it and the skin around it. And then you look, and you go, well, it's still dead. And then people quit walking by faith. But you got to walk by faith, even when God's moving, but not at your speed, and you still see dead bones around you. Number three is this. How do you see dead, crazy things come back to life again. Number three, invite the Holy Spirit to breathe on your crazy. Don't miss this. Invite the Holy Spirit to breathe on your crazy. Ezekiel 37 and verse 9 says this, Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Continue to walk by faith. I know it's still dead, but walk by faith. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, breathe from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet a vast army. Notice the four winds, it represents the fullness and the force of the Holy Spirit's power. You see, the Holy Spirit can bring dead things back to life. It doesn't matter how dead they are. It doesn't matter how devastating the situation may be. It doesn't matter how dark the situation may look. The Holy Spirit can come in and bring life to that situation. If you study the nation of Israel, Ezekiel prophesied for the dead bones to come back to life, and they did. And it wasn't overnight but you know what God did piece by piece is God brought his people out of Babylon and he brought them back into the promised land And they began to rebuild the city, Nehemiah. They began to rebuild the city and rebuild the walls. They rebuilt the temple. God began to bless his people back in their city again, and they began to be revived. God brought the dead bones back to life. It looked like a hopeless situation, but the power of the Holy Spirit rushed in and brought the dead bones back to life. And listen to me. The Holy Spirit loves to go into dark, difficult, chaotic, dead situations. And bring them back to life. When you think about the Holy Spirit, you should think about life. Holy Spirit brings life. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ, in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. The Holy Spirit can bring life to a dead spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 6 The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The Holy Spirit can bring life to a dead mind. Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. The Holy Spirit can bring life to a dead body. And the same Holy Spirit who raised Jesus Christ from the dead after being dead for three days, if you're a child of God, that same Holy Spirit lives inside of you, and he can bring life to your dead situation. It doesn't matter how dead it is, the Holy Spirit can bring life. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. This is my favorite one. Genesis 1 and verse 2. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. This is the very beginning. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. You see, in the beginning, the earth was full of formless and dark, chaotic, It was like Freddy Cougar and Jason was on the planet. It was just horrible. Many scholars believe that the, the devil had already been kicked out of heaven. And him and his demonic forces created all this chaos and darkness on the earth without form and void. But the Bible says the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. And you know what God began to do? God began to speak by faith. He began to speak. Let there be light. And the Holy Spirit brought light. Let the waters be separated from the land. Holy Spirit began to move. The Bible says God created man in his image, and he was dead, but he breathed the breath of life. And the Holy Spirit entered, brought life to a dead man named Adam. And the Holy Spirit worked in a chaotic, dark world called earth without form and void, and he brought life to that big old mess. And if the Holy Spirit can bring life to that mess, He can surely bring life to your mess. Your situation is not too big for God to step in. I'm telling you, God can bring life to a dead marriage. He can bring life to dead finances. He can bring life to a dead end job. He can bring life to dead relationships. He can bring life to dead dreams. He can bring life to dead emotions. He can bring life to a dead life. The Holy Spirit can bring life. Pastor, there's crazy all around me. I'm walking through the valley of dry bones. I see death everywhere. It looks hopeless. What do I do? Realize that God is with you. God's with you. Walk by faith. God works oftentimes piece by piece. Invite the Holy Spirit to breathe upon your situation and to do what you and I can do work supernaturally and bring the dead bones back to life again.